Water. Earth. Fire. Fire. Air. For the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. Under the wise leadership of Avatar Roku, the world has experienced an era of peace and prosperity. But with the recent death of Avatar Roku and the arrival of a strange comet in the sky, members of all nations feel the winds and tides of change. With the search for the new Avatar only just beginning, the world seems poised on the brink of conflict. But without the Avatar, who will save the world? Uh, my name is Bree, also known as Pretty Pixel, and I am playing Sherva, a warrior from the Fire Nation. I play Marco, a firebender from the Fire Nation. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Oki, a waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. I'm Brandon, and I'm Rung Bolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. Hey, I'm Dave, and my character is Al, the airbender from the Air Nomads. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. And yeah, we're back! Hello! <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome back to The Lost Archives, everybody. Give them a We've returned. You've missed us, I can tell. I can feel it in your hearts and see it in your eyes. It's been so long. It's been so long. Welcome back to Avatar The Last Airbender stream. Wait, Avatar Legends stream. I guess it is also kind of The Last Airbender stream as well. But welcome back to Avatar Legends. It's been so long, I can't remember the name of the system we're playing. <laughs> Have you been doing? We've been doing okay. It's been a been a big day for all of us here, so we're going to um, we're going to just have a nice, fun, friendly session of Avatar Legends, uh, with no crazy shenanigans that go on, Andrew. No derailing of the plot, Andrew, uh, and no surprise wishes that throw the entire space time continuum out of whack, Andrew. <laughs> uh, oh, we've got we've got comments. Uh, looks like Archie's missed everyone bar one. Ooh. Do we have yeah. to guess who that is? I think Fair it's enough. me. I don't know. Not it could be Andrew. No, I think it. Yeah, Andrew's think... not special. Oh, <laughs> doesn't even acknowledge. That's savage. <laughs> That's nice. I like it. That's savage. Um, uh, it's not really a guess, is it? No, apparently not. Um, well, we are back. Thank you, everybody who came and joined us for the D&D Tyranny of Dragons stream last night. Awesome, awesome session. Um, really starting to get into the uh, the politics, the mind games and psychology in uh, manipulating people into doing what you want. And it was it was a really, really fun session with some really well played uh well-played moments by the team so if you want to watch um if you want to watch like game of thrones but not season eight like season two game of thrones political machinations thoroughly recommend uh, our tyranny of dragon stream last night it was some masterclass in political manipulation i felt um at some point each of them channeled little finger hey, chaos is a ladder it was really cool to uh to watch these guys work that's it yeah <laughs> the mr evil pinky in the in the in the lips um, but tonight we're playing Avatar Legends. Now, I'll do a quick recap to catch us all up because it has been two weeks since we last played this. I want to make sure everyone's back and uh, ready to rock and roll. Before we do that, uh, any fun announcements from anybody? Anything fun to share? No. I started a new job this week. Oh, ah, what's yay. the new job? Congratulations. 
Um, so I now work at a home building company. Um, so I'm a customer service administrator. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I stand by my congratulations and upgrade it to a solid congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I basically help people take a display home that they like the look of and turn it into an actual house. Oh my god, that sounds yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, like, I'll buy we... that one. Why is it so tiny? No, no, it, it, it gets bigger. Oh, god. <laughs> what is this? A house for ants? Um, <laughs> We, uh, Brie, I need to ask you some questions uh, once we finish the stream because uh, I'm I'm looking to uh, to make this house nice and pretty. Um, obviously, uh, this space void that you see around me, if you're watching the uh, YouTube stream, isn't where I live. I do actually live in a house. This is a, an animated background. <gasps> the illusion's ruined. Um, but no, I might ask some questions of you, Brie, after. I've got some questions about how I can best make the house look beautiful. So um, we'll have a chat afterwards. By <laughs> spending a lot of money. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm out. Uh, that's it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> uh, I still, I still, I still yeah. may have some questions about how to. Um, you forget that was I forget that your background is only on the stream. Oh, right. Yeah, you guys can see my normal room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the stream can see this like beautiful star field background glittering away behind me. Um, yeah. Again, I thought that that background was like an old room of a like you just moved to a house and that was the old room background or something. When I'm looking at you here, <laughs> so I thought you had like a picture of a blank my, wall. I'm like, this is my yeah. professional yeah. recording studio that I have worked very hard to set up. Uh, so I thank you to keep your opinions to yourself, uh, lest you be eaten by a giant serpent <laughs> seeking revenge for last session. Uh, no, that's really exciting, Bree. Congratulations. That's really cool. Well done. Very exciting. Um, Andrew, sounds like your sleep schedule's fucked up because of your yep. new job. Yes. Yeah. So commiserations nice for you. Yep. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He's just, he's just like, yep, that's about right. This is how, how I roll. Yep. Cool. All right. Great. Well, let's uh, let's get into Avatar Legends on that uh, on that absolute downer then. Um, our story has been following Sherva and Marco of the Fire Nation, Rungbolo of the Earth Kingdom, Oki of the Water Tribe, and Arl of the Air Nomads. The children of important ambassadors of each of the four nations, they have been attending a historic summit at the Bayfog Estate. With the recent death of Avatar Roku and the arrival of a strange comet in the sky, omens of war and conflict seem numerous. The team are currently with members of the Northern Water Tribe, sent out to locate Oki and bring her back north to learn more about the spirits, somewhat coincidentally. The group met these travellers just outside a small fishing village on the border of the Serpent's Pass near Ba Sing Se, capital of the Earth Kingdom. Last session, the group investigated the Ember Island Players, a group of performers and actors normally stationed on the Fire Nation holiday destination of Ember Island, but who seemed to have set up a travelling performance outside of Ba Sing Se. The group learned that these thespians were researching recent events as part of a new story they were planning on performing, however had gotten stuck after a large water serpent attacked their boat. While Marco and Sherva provided some questionable accounts of their stories, Arl, Oki and Rung explored the surrounding village in search of information regarding the Water Tribe travellers and the danger of the water serpent. After learning all they could, Arl led the team to the Water Tribe camp he had spied from the air. Arl's aerial recon also revealed the reason for the aggression of the serpents. Fucking hell, that was a tongue twister. Uh, a nest of three eggs located in the gap of the Serpent's Pass now blocking the water's flow. While Arl and some members of the Water Tribe distracted the Serpent, Oki, Rung, Sherva and Marco worked to move the eggs and clear the blockage. However, it turned out a second Serpent was guarding these eggs. Despite coming very close to ending up in its stomach, the group were able to relocate the nest and allow water to flow freely once more. I almost made it to the end and I was so close. Literally the last two words. <laughs> the water to flow freely once more. 
Um, so we left off the end of last session with you guys um, back at the Water Tribe camp. So um, uh, I'll, I'll play Al for this session. For podcast listeners, uh, Dave isn't here uh, joining us tonight, so I'll be playing Al. I'll, I'll cover. I know, crazy. I'll be I'll be playing Al um, for tonight's session, and so I'll I'll cover any of his um, any of his conversation and, and interactions. But we'll try and keep his uh, involvement to a, uh, a minimum. I'll say that. Um, that Arl's just really focused on uh, on some airbending skills uh, and probably a little bit in shell shock after how close he came to being taken out by that serpent. He was doing some pretty intense flying. Uh, it, Arl is pretty tuckered out uh, as, as you guys come back to the shore and, and uh, see the water tribe uh, sort of finishing up the last packing up of their camp, um, getting their canoes loaded up, ready to depart. Um, Arl sort of like lands, like hands on his ears going, Oh, <sighs> <sighs> just puffing away having a uh, a bit of a rough time could could i'll just yes the things uh, if we're traveling right are we traveling by boat to wherever we're going to or something like that after this this point you guys aren't doing anything you are located on the beach the water tribe are packing up their canoes ready to go they so um there's two people in particular that you've spoken to uh kudok who is the water tribe master uh water bending master i should say who is leading this expedition, who Oki has met sort of once or twice. Uh, and Oki, probably you would know a little bit about Kudok. I think we discussed this last episode, but you, I mean, because you have been sneakily learning combat water techniques, um, he's been one of the ones that you would have watched most often. Um, he's highly skilled, very intuitive waterbending master, um, the youngest waterbending master for, uh, for quite some time in the water tribe. So anytime you spent uh, a bit of time snooping on the on the water bending masters it probably would have been kudok that you watched closely probably a bit of jealousy there as well given that he's allowed to practice this stuff and, and get really good at it i know how dare he um in terms of oh there was another person as well sorry that you were very familiar with um ehini uh, who was one of your, your close friends uh, growing up who is from the southern water tribe but has married into the northern water tribe and so is another exception uh, one of the rare females who is allowed to practice um combat water yeah i know <laughs> but um ahini is a close friend and who has often broken the rules to help teach you things that she herself learned from the southern water tribe so i would say most of your water bending is a mixture of self-taught ahini tutored uh and sneakily watching from the bushes uh of what kudok is doing or in this case, I guess, like sneakily watching from like the edge of an iceberg, like creeping around over the snow um, with your little otter fox, like looking up as well, checking the coast is clear as you watch these like water bending. Um, so the rest of the water tribe are packing up the canoes, getting ready to leave. Uh, Kudok's canoe is already packed and he sort of walks over uh, and looks up towards the five of you. Well, are you ready to uh, depart? You have no more possessions than this? No tents? Belongings? Uh... Uh, I don't think I have my tails anymore. Um, I think that's just about it. I've got food. Guys, we have food. You brought food, right? That's a new, some of it. Uh, it would be fine. You guys got your, food? We could... Your supplies are getting pretty low. Uh, I will I will flat out just tell you right now. Um, it's been four, four, five, five... It's been five days since you left the Beifong Estate. Four, three, three days since you... No, four days since you left the Misty Palms Oasis. Um your food supplies are running low uh, and <laughs> yeah uh, as kudok sort of looks at your very clearly empty packs no bedrolls no like, it's very clear uh, you've been sleeping rough at this stage oh sorry you do have a bedroll that's true i have a bedroll that's true and do i, I have still apologies. have my hammock you do have your hammock. yeah yes. okay in that case he I looks at the great. fire nation fire nation soldier hoarding all of the bedrolls and food <laughs> uh, <laughs> i won <laughs> <Typical>. <laughs> uh and is it the only one 
if it is, then you're hoarding it all. Yeah, true. Wait a second. I will. A tear of uh, proudness rolls down my cheek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sleep changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Um, <laughs> I have a hunting net and water skin. Oh, oh what is looking grim. I have a lot of gold, though, so we should pick up some more rations and stuff soon. I'll sleep under this net as I hang out my hunting net. I bought a blanket. <laughs> um, Kudok sort of looks at the very sorry state of your uh, survival camping and uh, just general required necessities <laughs> and goes, uh, I, I think if we hurry to the Northern Water Tribe, we can uh, use it as an opportunity to get some supplies. Uh, there is an island on the way. Uh, your robes, your sandbender robes would need to be uh, exchanged for cold weather gear. You will find... Uh, the North Pole, uh, quite brisk, if you are not used to the temperatures there. Um, Vicky, what were you saying? Sorry, go. I was just going to say, like, if there was sort of like an opportunity before the tent sort of got packed back down again, Oki probably would have gotten changed back into her cold weather gear. Yeah, out I of mean, the sand bin, you're yeah. still wearing it mostly. It's just the outer layers that you took off and swapped with the sandbender rope. Because what you're wearing, it's not the full sandbender outfit. It's just the over um, over poncho, basically, that the sandbenders wear to try and hide your gear underneath. So you, you're still wearing most of your original gear. Um, okay, it'll probably be, once you remove the sandbender poncho, it's just that um, over jacket back on again uh, that we can see. Oh, in your character art, which is up on screen right now, rather <laughs> coincidentally. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the overtop coat and then the um, the the uh, belt that locks the, the coat in place. Is all you have to put like back on to be back girl. in your water tribe. Walking what was that, sorry? Ugg boots and sweatpants. I was just saying, she's like a valley girl, just walking out in Ugg boots and like sweatpants, just like sandbags oh, on the top. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't seen that before, and now I'm really disappointed in you um, for ruining my artwork. Uh, so. <clears throat> she's in Ugg boots, that's true. I hadn't noticed that. I drew it. That's sad. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Um, but yeah, no, so, so Oki, you're, you're, it takes two seconds to get back in your in your water tribe gear. Um, Kurok just gives you a nod. Um, the rest of the tribe are, are wearing much looser layers. It looks like most of their coats and, and jackets have been packed up um, to deal with the, the heat. You are currently located only a little bit north of the equator. It is, it is warm. Um, I'd say probably about 26 degrees at the moment uh, Celsius, not Fahrenheit. I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. Get a better measuring system for your temperature, America. Uh, so it's 26 degrees Celsius, and so it's, it's reasonably warm. Um, you can see the water tribe aren't wearing their full their full furs and, and coats yet. Um, Ahini, sort of seeing you strap back your belt on again, um, grabs hers out and straps on as well. And you can see that she has the, the same sash as you. Um, you both bought them together uh, from the markets, and she still has the very same sash that you're wearing as well, that, that light blue sash that goes around the outside of your belt. She has the same one. Um, and she gives you a bit of a thumbs up as she looks over, noticing you, noticing her. Yeah, <laughs> just, just thumbs up all around. Um, as you guys, are the rest of you pulling off your sandbender overcoats as well at this point, or keeping them on? I don't have one. Nope, Sherva is in her full military like garb at this stage. Um, I think I haven't worn mine for a while. Yeah, you've been just in your Fire Nation suit for yeah. quite some time. So, so just to paint a picture, Marco is in formal wear. Like he has been wearing a formal dinner suit this entire adventure. Marco, <sighs> your formal dinner suit has burn marks. It has some yep. cuts. It has some scrapes. Yeah, it's just a bit dirt it's, bit, it's not looking good yeah and there's one section that looks like a, a fish bit out a section of it possibly the spirit fish when you tried to grab it um, there's like a little bite mark taken out of one of the shoulder pads um 
yeah, you I probably like he just had like a big night out in the city. <laughs> he looks like he's after. had a big week out, a big week out in the city. Like <laughs> it, um, one bar led to another bar, led to another bar, and it's now it's now Tuesday, and Marco is like he needs to go home. Is what it looks like. Um, yeah, is the analogy I'd go for. Yeah, it started on Thursday night, and it's now Tuesday, Marco. Like seriously, mate, you've got a problem. Uh, but, but as yeah, so I, I guess in that case, then Rung's the only one in the we're still wearing the sand bender over uh, over poncho that I'm assuming. No, Rung's shaking his head. You've pulled yours off as well. Cool. I'm no, no this even if I take off the sand bender outfit, it's just straight up just like Earth Nation vest. <laughs> so if anything, this is just more warm. <laughs> I'm adding on right now. <laughs> like this is all the layers I've got. <laughs> I ain't got not much more. So at this point now, everyone's just getting undressed. Uh, and as this happened, I don't know, um, Kodok sort of looks over and goes, yes, uh, I think it's probably for the best that any any clothes you do not need to bring with you can leave here on the beach and uh, maybe some of the smellier ones we can burn. And he looks over at Marco. I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> we shall make a stop off at... Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> We shall make a stop off at the uh, Azua Isles and see if we can get you some clothes. Uh, more appropriate clothes <laughs> for the north. Do we Very wash well. him in the river a little bit before we go? Like, we can just walk him in the water. Like, the salt will clean him off, I'm sure. Look, I'll come in there with you so I don't stick up the boat. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heaney looks over at um, at Oki. Uh, I, was, I probably should describe Heaney and um, Kurok again to you guys just because you might have forgotten what they look like. So Heaney is a little bit taller, a little bit older than Oki. She looks to be maybe 21, 22. Um, very similar long hairstyle to Oki, but much darker, very dark black hair. Um, and no ringlets. It's actually all braided back uh, and braided down her, her neck with seashells and uh, various sort of um, bits of coral braided into it. Very similar garb to Oki as well. Um, short sleeves uh, on the... Uh, water tribe uh, jacket and shorts uh, so yeah so short, short leaves on her hands and arms leaving her forearms exposed and you can see that she has a shell bracelet on her left arm as well um, Kurok is a little bit older maybe about 26 27 um, five o'clock shadow um, all around his uh, his jaw and mouth uh, you can see that he's got long hair braided back and and locked at the back as well probably shoulder length hair that's been braided back um, almost a little bit Geralt of Rivia style as well um, braided back over over the back and then um daddy what was that sorry what oh, you say sorry, rashy, that was rat's tail. i said daddy oh, okay. <laughs> is that what? to is that to um Geralt of rivia or to um oh, oh Geralt of rivia all day who's, yeah. the who's the actor uh oh, plays with men um, henry cavill oh. henry cavill thank yeah, you i i agree God, i would I, both either either um so yeah <laughs> so um yeah much more muscular um dark shadows under the eyes as if he hasn't really slept a lot um yeah very square jaw um very traditional uh water tribe uh, garb and one arm has a long sleeve and glove and the other arm is bare to the forearm uh, as well and uh, all of them have the very same ugg boots that oki is wearing if that's what we're calling them from now on um yeah sure i was gonna say like seal skin boots but uh they're ugg boots now so thank you for that uh, for ruining that part of the the fantasy world uh yeah so so that that's kurok and uh, and uh, ahini uh, oki ahini sees this conversation hears this conversation happening and looks over at marco and looks over at you and starts pulling water up towards her hand and pulling it into a ball and gives you a little bit of a wink as she keeps it rotating around her hands and then looks over at Marco again and gives you another wink. 
Uh, does Oki think she wants her to join in in this bit of a prank? Uh, I would say that it is a well-established, uh, well-established signal between the two of you. Uh, that a mischievous wink and then looking in the direction of mischief is often a call to arms for said mischief. Uh, you get the sense that you may join in or you may just observe. Either way, it's going to oh, be pretty bring funny. Bring it on, I'm joining in. <laughs> okay. Um, Ahini then splits the water between you, forms it into a flat wave, and then begins pushing it forwards towards uh, Marco in a vortex style. Uh, do you just join in sort of copying her motions? Beautiful. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the two of you together make a whirlpool of water around Marco. Uh, Marco... You're sort of like looking at the river, Rung having offered to give you a bath, and you oh, very. Like, yeah. Oh, you're thinking, yeah, okay, never mind. I was yeah, thinking that you like, wouldn't be on board yeah. with this, but um, yeah. oh, in that case, uh, you are saved a lot of time and energy having to walk the the sort of like five meters down to the riverbank. The river comes to you. Uh, you see Oki and Ahini begin bending water up off the riverbank that then swirls around you in a vortex, G- pulling. Guys, hang on. Hang on, uh, can, can we just like do this normally? Like, bath the bath, please, please. Uh, it's at that point the water reaches your head and you hear <laughs> as he begins, uh, he continues talking. Um, as as Ahini finishes the vortex of water upwards, you can see the water is a bit browner than it was when it first came out of the river, which is saying something. Uh, and Marco's clothes... Yeah. Uh, and Marco's clothes uh, look considerably less stained than they did a moment ago. A lot of the dirt and dust of the road is gone. The bright red of the Fire Nation is shining through once more um, as Ahini like, pulls the water back off you, takes control again, and puts it back in the river really gently, Oki. Gives you a big smile. Is that, is that a bit better? I, you look a bit better. The smell's gone. Oh, do you think maybe one more? One more? No, 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 no. Wait, you no, had no. red on that? Yeah, <laughs> that coat was red. <laughs> I thought you wore the brown pants. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I just wanted a bath. Yeah, I thought, isn't this, isn't this how you have baths in the Fire Nation? Oh, no, you guys can't water... Ba- no, probably not then. And you see she's just fucking smiling, like shit-eating grin across her face. That's why they always stink it's so hot over there. <laughs> oh, and all that spicy food they eat as well. They must get so sweaty. Uh, that yeah, bad, that's what the spicy food does. We were using it to uh, keep the sandworms away when we were in the desert. They just didn't want to come near because of the smell. That's, maybe we oh, should like write that noise. down in like a travel guide for when people go back towards the Siwong Desert. Like... <sighs> Bring a stinky Fire Nation person with you. I know what my next wish is. <laughs> Shit. Um, no more. To not stink? Yeah. No, I <laughs> Savage. You are I now a wish sim. for a bath. I wish oh, for no. a bath, Daddy. Um, so as a... I'm not, not, we're not continuing down that line. Um, nope. As this sort of goes on, Kudok sort of seeing fun. this mischief puts, it, yeah, <laughs> puts his hand up and goes, uh, Peace, peace. We, we need to think about moving. Uh, we are already two, three days overdue. We were supposed to have found you and returned um, two, three days ago. Uh, we did not anticipate you would be so hard to locate, Oki. We did not think to look for you in the desert. It is lucky that you came via Basing Se in this, in this way. We might have missed you. Only a few more hours and we would have been gone from these shores, returning towards the Northern Water Tribe. Definitely good timing, I can say that. Funny enough, we were originally going to try and take a ferry, but uh, some stuff happened and we couldn't get on the ferry. Yes, it might have been for the best. Uh, 
When we uh, took our canoes past the ferry, we did notice there were a number of people, lots of soldiers, very well armed, standing around them. We uh, thought that might be a bad sign. Why would you need so many guards just for simple people taking a ferry to and from the other sides of the shore? That's concerned us greatly. Uh, shenanigans going on with that one. Turns out they're only um, the upper class of their society are allowed on the ferry at the moment. Everyone's else has been um, locked on land. Ah, that, uh, that is a shame. To uh, prevent people free travel just for your own personal benefit. Uh, very sad. Very sad indeed. Ah, at this point goes, yeah, everyone should be free. I think I, think I would say that. Uh, <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> and then he's, he's and obviously like he's the, then gonna start flirting with the heeny hey heeny <laughs> <laughs> um so like where are you from <laughs> um, how old is a he- your heeny a <laughs> little bit older than oki maybe uh, uh, 18 and married <laughs> so, yeah 18 19 and married yes i pictured heeny like an old lady sort of deal for some reason. Don't know why. <laughs> no. So, so one of the surprising things about the water tribe members sent to collect Oki, um, Kudok is the oldest at 25, 26. He's the oldest one there. Um, the rest of them are all young, like early 20s, not much older than yourselves. Um, that would stand out to you as a bit unusual, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely that would stand out as a bit unusual. Uh, but you're, you're, you're welcome to not worry about that at all and not ask any follow-up questions. Up to you. Uh, so <laughs> could Oki uh, just sort of bring up she's like so um, you know is my did the family make it back to the tribe okay like they weren't caught up in any of the shenanigans that was passing well, the Beifong estate yes uh, everyone made it back safe and sound you were the only one unaccounted for at first we did not believe the stories that you had been kidnapped um, but uh... that's, that's honestly fair <laughs> Well, we just so, uh, we could not imagine why you would be targeted, and then the ransom note came, and it, uh, that's also fair. we had to take it seriously. The interesting thing was, how much was Oki worth? No, it was not a not a monetary ransom. It was for cooperation. Oh. For uh, so the the letter itself was very strange. I, I had an opportunity to read it in the hope that I might learn uh, important information to help try and track you down. Uh, very peculiar. Uh, it said to wait for a, a note that would confirm your safety and your, your life uh, still being intact, and that further demands would be forthcoming to stand by and wait. And no second letter came. At that point, we assumed that either it was a hoax, or it was a ransom gone wrong, but no matter what, we needed to try and locate you. And when the demands didn't come, we assumed, hoped that you had escaped. And it seems that that is true. With mm-hmm. some help, I hear. Uh, Lots of I, help. <laughs> I hear we have a sandbender to thank. Uh, I? And a sandworm. Mm-hmm. Nods. Yeah, I was like... Yeah, yeah, that's the He's one I was telling you about. The metal cage. Um, mm-hmm. And got us across the desert and away from the Dali. Oh, that is... Uh, that is very lucky. Very lucky indeed that you happened upon such a kind stranger in the desert. I hear the sandbenders can be problematic to deal with. It was one of the many reasons we uh, we chose not to search in the desert. Uh, the foremost one being, we assumed if you wanted to survive, you would avoid the desert. <laughs> at, <laughs> at almost any cost. 
We have gotten place really good at this. Waterbender. Best place <laughs> yeah. to hide is in the desert as a waterbender. No, I, I would say the worst place to hide because you are then trapped with no means of escape, means of defending yourself, or means of surviving. Or water. Or water. Or Turns three. out there but we found the cultural hub of the desert, so it's okay. The cultural hub of the <laughs> desert. What is? Uh, what was mm. this? What is this? That one really big block of ice there. Yeah. They all use it to make drinks. In ah, the Siwong Oasis. Yeah. Who described it to you as cultural hub? I would have called it backwater outpost. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. It's just what they refer to it there as. Well, they would, uh, no, wouldn't. No they? water flows in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, we better get on our way. It is a two, three hour journey by boat to the Azur Isles if we uh, waterbend the boats. Uh, we will be a bit tired by the time we reach there if we are waterbending the whole way, but I think haste is necessary. The sooner we can get you prepared for the trip to the Northern Water Tribe, I think the better. My question what? is, of course, Oki, you are coming with us, but the rest of you, do you wish to accompany us also? You are most welcome. That's no trouble. No, yeah. no, no trouble at all. I think we can find accommodation for guests. Uh, do not have many guests coming to the Water Tribe at the moment. It seems that with the troubles uh, this moment and with uh, Avatar Roku gone, people seem afraid to travel. So we, we should be able to find a place for you to stay if, if you wish to come. And we can show you the hospitality of the North. Oh, there's been so much. I've heard good food over there. Lots of seafood. I'm ready. And I was like, hop into the canoe. I'm like, ha, all right. The, the, the uh, male water tribe uh, <laughs> member who's there, uh, as you just hop into the canoe and sit down, looks and goes, oh, that's um, it's my seat. I need to be at the back to... to oh, 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 sorry. I'm so used to sand bending. I, I can help, but I'll sit <clears throat> one over. If there's any dirt in the water, let me know. I'll move it. Probably not. He gives you that look wrong that a lot of people seem to give you. Um, it's sort of equal parts confusion, hinted judgment, um, and amusement. There is amusement there too. Uh, there's part of you that thinks maybe they're laughing with you. I know. Always with me. But there's part of you that knows <laughs> they're not. Uh, so, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, the, as you as you climb into the front section of the canoe, the water tribe man sits at the back, turns around, and looks at you, Oki, with a very like, "This guy for real?" Hey, he got us through the desert. <laughs> gives a gives a nod and a head shake and shrugs as if like, well, stranger things have happened, um, and pushes the canoe off. So Rung and this water tribe guy, are the first to get pushed off. Rung, you just immediately the canoe's pushed off the shore, uh, and he spins the canoe around to face the others. Um, Kurok sort of points at the rest of the canoe. So there's three smaller canoes, which can house two people, and then one a bit larger that has a flat platform on it. Um, it's got two... Um, oh, blanking on the name, not... Out outriggers? What was that, sorry? Outriggers? Outriggers, thank you. Yes, I was about to say not outriggers, but it is outriggers. That's the word I was looking for. Two outriggers <laughs> with a platform suspended between the two and a sail in the centre. Um, you reckon comfortably four or five people could sit on that. Um, there are five water tribe members here. You suspect that two of the canoes were bound to the um, the larger canoe. Two of the smaller scout canoes were bound to the the larger canoe. And Oki, you you would be aware that actually those outriggers are hollow and can store canoes for transportation. Um, but for this journey, it doesn't look like they're going to be um, 
packing the thing up and, and consolidating, they're going to have to need all the space that they can they can get access to. Uh, so Rung and this water tribe, this young water tribe man, are just like, take it off. Uh, this guy does not look happy that he's sharing his canoe with Rung. Um, he, as he looks back quite longingly at one of the female water tribe members, and she sort of looks at him, there's a moment that you think like, oh, maybe they wanted to like share the canoe and have a bit of a chat, but Rung's now just third wheeled that and uh, <laughs> is now sitting in the canoe with the guy. You get the sense that maybe that's a, it's a missed opportunity I'm there for... Do, do, do I, I notice him like do this longing look? Yeah, everything? I'd say he's 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 a teenager. He's not subtle. <laughs> oh, I'd be like, it's alright, brother. I'm good at small talk. Trust me, it'd be fine. I can't wait to hear all about it. <sighs> I'm just gonna see what you're just taking. How you do this whole thing of what I do with water. But continue, please. I'll be quiet now. I'll just watch. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say anything. Just this very heartfelt sigh that you sense deep pain deep pain uh, from this side uh kurok climbs onto the larger the larger canoe with the two outriggers uh, and begins water bending uh the river up towards the side to help pull it down well who would like to come on the outrigger with me i'll, I'll get on if you are prone to seasickness it is best that you come on this larger boat i'll get on and uh if you are prone to seasickness, I recommend sitting at the front with your legs down. Look at the horizon. You jump in with a Heaney on a different canoe. Yeah, yeah, Heaney's got her own canoe. You jump in with a Heaney, absolutely. Um, Sherva, you going to just uh, jump in with one of these randoms or jump on the outrigger with uh, Marco? Is it big enough for... Yeah, about five or six people could fit on it easily. So yeah, yeah. you can jump on. Currently, it's only Kurok on there. Uh, I will join you guys on that too, which leaves uh, one of the smaller canoes just with the other two Water Tribe members. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Yep, that's everybody accounted for. Amazing. Does that know Al's a Airbender? They I have noted Al as an Airbender. No, no, they know Al's oh, an Airbender. Okay. Yeah, they literally saw okay. him flying. Um, I mean, I thought like you said like Sandbender before, then reference Al. I'm like, wait a second, but no, that made sense now. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, and, and actually, one of the things you will notice is they're treating Al with quite a degree of respect. Um. And Arl seems to be acting, because last session he was acting very professionally with them. He is continuing that. Um, anytime he's asked a question, the question is asked very formally, and he responds very formally with, yes, um, yes, so the, the obviously, yak, um, the sky bison, uh, are one of the primary sources of milk, and we can make delicious cheeses with them as well. Yes. Uh, and he's just, like, nodding and uh, <laughs> giving very, like, long answers and very formal answers. But you do catch Arl occasionally looking over at Ahini, and Oki in the canoe off to the side. More Ahini, uh, <laughs> just every so often, like looking over Ahini. And I would say, Oki, as you climb in with uh, Ahini, I'll like goes to step towards and then turns it into like a turn onto the, the larger outrigger. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what Dave would do. Let's be honest, right? Could I'll could I'll like if he was just like uh, if the boat's moving fast enough. Could he be like a kite if there was just like a rope tied to him on like his little sail thing? <laughs> Mate, he, he can he can fly he can fly by himself. The answer like, is yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like he doesn't have pretty effort. He could just be like a kite and just get dragged across in the air. Anyway, be quiet. <laughs> uh, the answer is yes. Yes, of course he could. Um, if anyone wants to test that theory, uh, I'll I'll might volunteer that. Be like, oh, do you need me to do lookout? And he ties like a rope around his waist, attaches it to the mast, and then pulls his kite open. And <laughs> disappears up into the atmosphere above you like 40 50 feet away <laughs> looking down you just see all like clinging on looking out over the ocean going oh wow it's really big <laughs> looking a bit confused um 
sorry, my question is, as the as the trip continues onwards, it's about two or three hours by boat towards the Azua Isles. Um, is there any questions, any conversation you wanted to have with any of the Water Tribe members? Um, yes, Andrew's nodding. Andrew, we'll pass over to Marco then. Marco, um, you're on the boat with Kurok. Kurok is very unfocused um, on his task. He's sort of very um, haphazardly just doing the water bending. The raft's moving really, really quickly, but he seems focused on something on the horizon, just almost like he's he's thinking very deeply about something as you look over. Uh, what, what's got your mind? As I'm laying down. Are you, how are you, how are you feeling? Are you feeling seasick or? Oh, no, no, I'm just laying down. No, I'm just laying down. Fine. Um, it takes a moment for Kodok to respond. He sort of sees his eyes unfocused and then he suddenly sort of like blinks a few times, looks down and goes, oh, uh, my apologies. Did you ask a question? Yeah. Well, I'm what, sorry. I was a million miles what away. What are you looking at? Oh, uh, nothing. I was just thinking. I, um, I worry about our people and, uh, I'm just confused as to who kidnapped Oki and, and why and whether they know about her her lineage and about her role. Is this wait, targeted? Wait, 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 wait. What's her role? Oh, has Oki not shared this with you? No, no. Perhaps it is best that I leave it for her to say. Not my place to discuss this if she has not discussed it with you already. Uh, you can try and plead with an NPC. You've, you've got a specific yeah. button for plead. Do you want to try and plead? Yeah. Where is it? But I want to, I want to, I want to know! I want to! <laughs> oh, nine. Mixed oh. success. Um, make your case. Uh, well, it would help me understand the reason why we were all kidnapped in the first place. And I could send that to my father, who was also trying to make a case. Your, uh, your father. Who is your father? Should I, should I know him? Uh, I'm Marco. Oh, the f oh fuck! It's I'm Marco of the fuck. Marco Bell. <laughs> Did you forget your last name? Um. Yeah. Marco Bell. Holy shit! It's Andrew. Good character sheet, man. It's, it's it's been two weeks, right? Marco Malfoy, right? Based yeah, Marco Malfoy. Do you not know my father? Um, just a quick question though, while you figure out your last name, did Marco's dad ever mention a ransom note for Marco? No, he did not. I thought so. Mm. No, he did not. There's a reason for that. Do you know what that oh, reason is, Andrew? I'd be, I'm going to be really impressed if you know what that reason is. I'm, I'm sort of like getting suspicious of some things. Oh, okay. What are you suspicious okay. of? Share, share, no, no. Talk um, us through Marco's thoughts. What, what's Marco thinking? That was all a coup with um, the Fire Nation to begin with. So the Fire Nation generals already knew what was happening, so they wouldn't actually send a ransom for me, um, expecting me to not make it out alive anyway. Mm. Because that would spike a bigger war with the Fire Nation if the son of an ambassador being being killed by the Wait, secret Earth police of the Earth Kingdom. Earth Nation? Oh, Would no. that trigger a war? Ooh, oh, who knows? Problematic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm curious and... who sent the ransom note, though. Yeah. Like, uh, what were they trying to get out of it? Oh, well, Marco, if... if you happen to be musing these thoughts aloud, if, if you happen to be thinking through or talking this through aloud, I, I would say that you could do this while um, Kulik yeah. is focused on the rise and not thinking and Sherva's with you. Sherva and Marco, as Marco sort of shares this out loud, and you and Sherva, you're sharing your suspicions and your thoughts as well. Yeah, the, I mean, 
that would be a really good excuse for war. The son of an ambassador kidnapped at a peace summit and killed by the Earth Kingdom's secret police. Yeah, you don't really need much more justification than that, do you? It's pretty no. bad. It's pretty bad. So, and especially if, if somehow the Earth Queen was tied up in that. I mean, whoa, that'd be, that'd be awful if something like that happened. Marco, that as you say this out loud, you and Sheva sort of share a look. It's like, oh fuck, that could be a thing. <laughs> Did we fuck up? In more ways than one. Besides the whole Wait, spirits like thing. Besides, besides the spirits thing. Did we fuck up? Shiver. I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to see it from the Earth Nation angle. They don't need a reason to fight. I mean, it just doesn't seem smart. She's already got so much attention on her, the Queen that is, because of no, no, no. firing Earth, her entire... The Earth Nation, the Dai Li that attacked us, weren't controlled by her. They were the other people that are in leagues with the Fire Nation. It's... Have we had proof of that, though? Yes. Am I forgetting something? Uh, well, they're not run by the Queen. Not all of them. There's like that... So, so well. I, I will help you out here, because it has been two weeks, but if your character's yeah. only been a couple of hours, um, <laughs> or half a day. Um, yeah. You haven't had any proof of that. Yeah, that's what... The official stance of the i mean that's what the fire nation was saying that oh no it was a rogue group of of dai lee but i mean him from the ceiling yeah exactly how You've, unlike them yeah no you you i mean that's that's an opinion there's no you've not seen any evidence to substantiate that fact at all as far as you Wait. know they could have been working under the instructions of the queen they could have been working under the instructions of anyone i yeah Wait. it could be a rogue group but it's a pretty convenient excuse for a botched um uh, a botched secret black ops mission. Oh, it was a rogue group of, uh, of dissidents who were trying to usurp the Earth Queen. Don't, it wasn't us, it was them. I mean, you've not seen any evidence of that at all. Who's to say they're even still loyal to the Earth Queen? Yep, that's a, absolutely. That's another good question. Like, we've seen, no, we've seen only evidence that they're enforcing their own rules. Yeah, I, I, at this point, you're in a bit of an information vacuum. There's a lot of questions, not a lot of answers with um, any substantiated uh, claims. <laughs> at this point, it's all just like, no, it was Pung. It was Pung. It was Pung. Like, the only thing we have to it think that it wasn't the Queen is the fact that Pung was one of the people who was taken. Except in this new timeline, Pung was wasn't. It? Hmm. Marco, Marco's wish has changed it. Pung was now no longer kidnapped. Oh. That's right. Uh -huh. He was just straight so, away at the Barsing Say and he was like the person in charge yeah. of security and shit. So, so in this timeline, um, uh. you, yeah, you, you met Pung in the first timeline. You spent time with him. You were kidnapped with him. In this one, you met him for like 10 minutes. At the point where... Um, the Fire Nation came in when when Sherva and Marco came in. That didn't quite happen. So Sherva didn't kick him off the chair. Sherva didn't like none of that happened anymore. Marco came in. Pung then got a notification. Well, I mean, you wouldn't know this, but but Pung Pung then left or wasn't with you when you were kidnapped. Neither was Sherva. So 
yeah, the, you're still you're a bit hazy. On it. <laughs> Sheva was in on it. <laughs> Sheva! <laughs> Sheva and Pan are secret lovers. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, no. Secret lovers. I liked it better when people were trying to say that Marco and I were together. That was a little bit more believable. Than punk. Oh, kiss me like one of your French girls. Oh. Uh, um, uh, so. <laughs> I really um, hate the fact that you made that wish, Andrew. I'm not gonna lie. Just... Don't worry, I'm regretting it too. I'm now. so uh. small-brained that like trying to think of everything that could have possibly changed is just a constant migraine. Sorry. <laughs> if you have any questions, <laughs> if you have any questions, I can answer them out of game to help you help your um help uh. your brain get unwrinkled if you need help with that. <laughs> It doesn't need help unwrinkling. It needs help wrinkling. It's so smooth wrinkling. right now. Smooth <laughs> brain. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, so yeah. Sherva does and Marco. He, oh, sorry. Is he tuning any of this? Like, is he just like absent mind, just not listening to this? Who? Um, um, Kodok. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just zoning out in the distance. So I, I've just done a quick time. We jump back. You, you okay, guys okay, had the conversation cool, cool. before you engage with him. Now we'll jump to you engaging with him cool, as he cool, looks cool. back and goes. So you're gonna try. Yeah, try and convince him to uh, to tell tell you Oki's uh Oki's lineage well the thing about that is uh we all got kidnapped from different families I know that um I am the son of an ambassador uh I haven't figured out um wrong but <laughs> that's it I I don't think you're alone in that <laughs> I, 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 th I think he was just a place of wrong place wrong time wrong place wrong time ah! Carry on. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't. Don't be. Al is just an um, no, I, I don't understand him either. But I, yeah, like, I assume they all have like hold each other at equal importance. So like, there's that. Yes. Okay. Uh, not really. Just a mystery as well. No. It, it it would make sense that they would try to target Oki. Yes, she is not one of the royal family or the daughter of an ambassador or related to any um, nobility, but her family have held important roles within the Northern Water Tribe for generations. The female members. Ah, the thing she doesn't want to do. Okay, got it. Yes, uh, I, I know that Oki sees it as a burden, a duty, I, I think not it's a more privilege. of a pain in the arse. But it is, it is a great privilege to be the seer of the tribe to communicate with the spirits and to Wait, interpret their will. Her family can talk to spirits. Yes, that is uh, that is their role. Okay, we'll have to meet them. We're gonna need their help. Or, well, look, it's, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, I need to uh, fix something, or um, or all the world ends, or I die. You know how it is. Uh, I. I do not have that shared experience with you. I do not know, do not know how that is. Honest, honest. That sounds intense. Are you okay? No. Do you need a hug? Are you okay? Yes. Yeah. Um. Um. Well, if you if you have need do you know of, much, do you know much about spirits? Uh, yes, all all members of the Northern Water okay, Tribe okay. have have. If you a, talk to an ancient whale spirit. And uh, you made it mad. What would you do? Yes, one of your companions mentioned this uh, back on the shore that you had interacted with the Siwong spirit, uh, the lost Siwong Sea, that is now the Siwong Desert that you know. Uh, there was an ocean spirit there. 
said to grant wishes to those foolish enough to ask. Poor souls. <sighs> yep, poor souls indeed. Very foolish. Yes, it is. Um, it is a, a blessing and a curse wrapped up in one. Uh, unless you are very careful and very specific. There are many tales of people, very specific. There are people, tales of people, legends of people who have said vague or frivolous wishes and have been haunted by them for their lifetimes and the lifetimes of their kin. Sounds yeah, all right. Well, yeah, that, that actually sums it up perfectly. Did you, yeah. you did not, surely you did not make such a grave mistake as to have what do you think? Oh dear. Young and dumb. Rung oh is just dear. in the other canoe. He just had a shiver out of nowhere. <laughs> he thinks it's the cold. <laughs> um, it's Al. Al has like dipped down behind you and gone blown down the back of your neck and then goes back up again. <laughs> it's like shoo like a fly. Yeah, yeah. Shoo! Get out of here! <laughs> Look, so well, I tried to make the world a better place. What was oh. your wish? Please tell me it was not. Oh, it was uh, very vague. Very. How vague very are vague. we talking? And I'm please at least let it be a selfish wish that will only affect you, not all around you. <laughs> so a how about time and space? Wish. A selfless vague wish. There is not much more dangerous when asking for a wish. So someone came back to life. Just one person. That's that could be selfish. Just bringing one person uh, back. If you wished, if you wished for the life of another, that that might have less far-reaching consequences. Wait, than... was he, was he dead as well, or was he alive? Then that happened, and like they never really happened there because that person had, was alive. No, you have lost me. You are now just. I do not understand. I do not follow. Oh, okay. So let, let's just say that I changed the course of events to prevent someone's death instead of just I, wishing I, them to go back what, alive. What was your wish? Oh, uh, let me to... help. To undo my mistakes, that was my wish. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we felt about it too. <laughs> Look, I, I thought he. I was that told is so open to interpretation that I was could told be information taken. that he gave you the heart's desire, and I just thought he would just take my heart's desire. Oh dear. Yeah, no. there's. <laughs> I who which mad crazy person told you that it granted your heart's desire? I didn't desire? know he was mad and crazy. Uh, Shervy, you would remember that the man was uh, sitting on top of a roof with no shoes, half a pair of shorts, yeah. and a ragged shirt, cackling yep. about ghost fish. So. Yep. <laughs> how'd you know he was mad fish. and crazy? Like, how'd you know that information? Who told you? Smeared his own feces as well. No, he wasn't. Maybe that's what happened in this version of the reality. Well, we don't, we don't the, know. No idea. That was the um, other old man that was covered in feces that got carried off by the... <laughs> Kurok, um, Kurok looks uh, haunted is the word I would use. Um, he's just like, oh dear, this this could I have... I have to go speak to four like, spirits now, like in four different parts of the world. To ask for the past to be rewritten as well. Have you noticed changes? How, how many changes? You said someone who was dead is now alive. Is that it? Or are there more? How far reaching oh, these changes? How much more? About people a week's are... worth of events uh, happened completely differently. Yeah, there's like people now in power have... that weren't in power. 
we have no avatar. The the bridge between our world and the spirit world is gone. Uh, this could not Look, be a it, worse time. To like, fuck this is information. This is information that I should have had beforehand. But hey, there's no perhaps, brochure on this. Okay. Perhaps maybe you should think about consequences before you make things like wishes. Really vague there's, there's wishes. No, look, there was no, there was no like angel on my side. There Were was, you like, hoping things blowing for? Blowing up around him, he was a little bit stressed. Yeah, I like guess. the world was sort of ending for us. Were you hoping for some sort of terms and conditions? No, you would not no. have read those anyway, I am sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um. True, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the whole library was. It was just a whole terms and conditions. <laughs> whole place dedicated. Oh, yeah, we went to the library. I should have actually... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the DM, the DM provided you with the we one location. more important stuff. Don't the one location it. where you could have learned everything you needed to know. And you were like, you think... now I'm going to shoot lightning. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was like, no, I'm going to figure out the, um, the spirit weapon. That's what it was. We're also, I'm going to shoot lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a shoe lad. How's that going for you? Full Palpatine. Unlimited power. It was it was May the fourth yesterday, and there were a lot of Star Wars quotes making their way into the D and D session um, when we realised. So we we are not continuing that today unless the fact it is. That you didn't realise until the D and D session was despicable. I know, and my, my initials are OB. Yeah. The only nickname I've ever had is OB1, and I did not realize it was until the D&D session started. That is sad. I know, Brandon's mind's broken. Yeah, yeah. Why is there a three? What? Three. Who rolled a 1d4? Ali's taking uh, psychic damage, I believe, for a pun? Or a pun? So, there's no, this is not how HP works in Avatar. You know this. That's three conditions you have to mark now, so... Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> he just watches Oak just kills over it and he's like, okay. <laughs> In the water. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, know. None of that happens. Um, Kudok sort of looks over at the two of you, um, <laughs> Sherver and, uh, and Marco. Oh, th this could be catastrophic. I, it is well no, that no, you no. have accompanied us to the Northern there's, Water there's Tribe. There's no could about it. There's no could. It just is. Indeed. Yes, it is It is vital that you come with us to the Northern Water Tribe, to the Northern Pole. We must speak with the current seer, Oki's grandmother, and see what she can find out about the situation. But she is old. She is... She is he lowers his voice at this, looks over at Oki, and sees Oki happily chatting away to Ahini. She is She is dying. That's why the rush. We, we need her to pass on her training and skills. Her Only one per generation. And her mother did not have the the spark but Oki showed promise early on as did her cousin but her cousin has now turned down the role and is unable to perform the duties that is something else I, I have failed Oki I have not told her what has happened to her cousin yet I fear I do not know how is she alive? yes she is alive and then, it's, then we can arrange something she has uh, lost one of her arms I uh Mm, okay, maybe not. A tiger you make shark. a wish. That would not be wise. <laughs> Have you not learnt from your previous experience? Look, okay, we're, we're in this far. We can just keep going. 
Like, fake it till you make it, right? No, I, I think as a general rule from now on, you should not be allowed to speak to any spirits. You you may stand there quietly, or sit there quietly. No words You're still allowed to grab them. I feel like yes. oh, yeah, I could grab them. No touch. If you wish for it to have an arm back, it would just appear in like the worst part of her body or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it had her arm back. It just popping out, out of her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> she becomes an elephant. <laughs> um, oh, uh, yes, and unfortunately, uh, a tiger shark, uh, far too aggressive, far too close to our uh, our fishing nets. She was trying to pull in a catch. I came out of nowhere. Could not the arm could not be, be saved. Much. No, not anymore. But, uh, you need both hands to perform uh, the water bending required to calm spirits. You both so proud of yourselves for making fun of a one-armed person. I hope you sleep well tonight, you monsters. <laughs> I want to hand it to him. It's pretty good. Got to hand it to them. All right. So um, Brandon's been muted. Uh, I will unmute him when I deem it necessary. You can nearly say that we're brothers in arm. That's and, the one. And now Bree is muted, and uh, I'll take I'll take Brandon out of out of the uh, out of the. He's on. Yeah, he's back on. No, oh Jesus! One D four, the lot of you. <laughs> and that's how many conditions you take. Uh, all of you can mark. All of you can mark the doomed condition. Uh, enjoy that. <laughs> uh, no. Um. So, yeah. Um. Kudok sort of looks quite sad at this, and. Yes, uh, I do not know how to tell her. It is, uh, she will no doubt blame herself. She used to, used to go fishing with her cousin all the time, and I know she will feel partly responsible that she was not there to help. Huh. Been avoiding okay. telling her. I do not know how. Do you? How do you think she would take it? You, I, I have not. I, I do not know Noki, uh, know Oki well. I have seen her once or twice, but I have not had. Uh, too many interactions with her. You have traveled with her for a week. How would I she don't take this? I don't take it well with her, but she'll, she'll get around. Okay. Look, I, I've done worse, and she still talks to me. Yes. Yes, yeah. you have. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Look, it honestly, it could be my fault that everything's happened to, to her family. Uh, this happened three weeks ago, unless you made the wish three weeks ago. Unlike, no, but you wished for time to be changed. Oh, dear. This could get very complicated very quickly. So if you need to, just you see blame the problem. me. If you need to, just blame me, and we'll just, just scapegoat me. It's all just good. Add it to the scorecard, as it were. Yep. Yep. The running tab you have of <laughs> horrible Jeez. mistakes that you just seem to freely make. No, he doesn't say that. Um. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll switch I over. I want to go Yes. So, uh, bring we'll me up and get <laughs> Yep. You need something. Uh, Shirley, did you have any other questions or anything you wanted to ask of uh, Kurok? Um, I don't remember if this was mentioned before, but who was um, Oki actually at the summit with? Uh, Oki was with a delegation of Water Tribe. No family members. Um, Oki was there kind of... I mean, do you want to take it through, um, Ali, why why Oki was there? But my understanding was a little bit of a rebellious kind of thing of like, you're not going to teach me combat waterbending. Um, you can't stop me coming to this. Like, I, I want to see the world. If you're if you're going to keep me locked here, then I'm going to do my own thing. Was that that was kind of my vibe on it? Correct. Yeah, like pretty much. It's whatever her family and like the tribe wanted her to do. 
it is the complete opposite to that. So it's like if they told her, like, we need you to stay here, she would have, like, smuggled away on one of the boats. Yeah, like... so the, the exact instructions to you were, um, like, you need to you need to be prepared if your cousin um, is unable to complete the training or if she um, it, it, it isn't quite right for her, you need to be ready because you are the next in line, you have the spark, you need to be on standby and you need to practice your healing and get better at it. So obviously Oki's response would be like, fuck you. <laughs> Run away. Don't you kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Oki, Oki has a bit of a mentor in, um, she, I mean, she, she and the water tribe ambassador, uh, whose name I'll need to pull open before I forget. Um, she has a bit of a mentorship with that woman. Um, that woman also feels the, the weight of, um, how to put this, the weight of the oppressive nature of uh, <laughs> the water tribe and their their treatment of women. So um, she's also been very lax on Oki and been a, been a bit of a friend and a confidant. She, uh, discovering you, she would have allowed you to come and sent word back to the water tribe and say, hey, look, Oki's with me. I'll keep an eye on her. I'll keep her safe. Uh, how that has gone down, Oki, you've got no idea yet. <laughs> Could be interesting. Like... I think the um, like the first time Oki sort of just fucked off on her own for a while was probably when they like tried to make her get engaged or some shit. She was just like, "Nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodbye." Yeah, yeah. So your your family would have like had a suitor lined up for you um, from a similar bloodline to try and keep that spark of because um, you know a little bit more about this, uh, and I'll, I'll now tell you the things that you know that they don't know. You know that the the specific skill, the spark that is passed down through the females of your bloodline, it's not the ability to talk to spirits per se, but it's the ability to understand their feelings. It's an empathic connection that you can forge with spirits. And part of that is not only the ability to feel their emotions, but to try and push your emotions onto them. So one of the things that your grandmother um, is very famous for is, is calming um, one of the wind spirits that... Um, uh, caused a great storm off the coast of the the northern uh, water tribe. She was actually able to calm the spirit using a combination of water bending and that that empathic bond that she formed with it. And you know that there's a there's a spark in you. You know that you have the potential to to do this as well. But because it's it was identified in you very young and you were always pushed towards it, I'd say the result has been you pushing back against it. Um, but yeah, you that's what you know about this. The rest of you, you've got no idea but that's what you know, Oki. Like, she's just full-on assumed that, like, her cousin would have been fine, like, they were absolutely going to do it, there wasn't going to be any issue at all, and, like, you know, her just hanging around, like, in a way, the one of the other reasons that she probably would have wanted to get away was so that it didn't seem like she was just standing on the sideline waiting for her cousin to fuck up, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's absolutely. Like, you know, I'm not here to be your understudy and hope you fail or some shit like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, and that's a really good internal motivator for, for Oki to understand how Oki thinks a bit better. Yeah, no, I, I love that. That's really, that's beautiful. Um, that's what you know. Uh, Sherva, did you have any other questions for Kurok? I think you, no, you're all good? No, good. Legend. In that case, we shall jump to, that was a weird voice. Uh, apologies for that. <laughs> In that case, we shall jump to Legend. We shall jump to Oki and Ahini. Um, Why would you do it again? I don't know. It felt right. <laughs> I think I just wanted to, I wanted to like step into the character one more time to try and understand the character. Like where do they come from? Where did they go? Where did they come from? Where did they come from? Uh, yeah. Uh, where did they come from? Where did they go? Where did they come from? So um, 
Oki, Oki and Ahini. Um, Ahini is how you remember her, Oki. Full of energy, full of life, uh, full of joie de vie, that, that love of life. Very bouncy, very bubbly, bursting with enthusiasm. Um, and as you guys have been traveling along, she, she, there's been no end of stories that she's been telling you, things to catch you up, um, telling you the, the little frustrating things, her... Uh, her um, Oh, sorry, she isn't married. She's engaged, sorry. Sorry, I lied. She's not married. She's engaged. Um, what her... Um, uh, what's the name for someone who's engaged? Not spouse. I'm having a really tough time tonight remembering things. Her fiancé, thank you. Um, it's like the, the little annoying things her fiancé does that like get her frustrated, but then also the things he does that are so cute and make her love him even more. And like, it's, it's a little bit like going back and forward like that. Um, I relate with about, this character. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> talking about friends, talking about family, but you, you notice that Hini's filling a silence. And as time goes on, there's something she's not telling you. You don't even need to roll for this. You know, you've known Ahini since you were a child. She is not sharing something with you. Something big. All right. You, you've, you know, you're going to have to tell me at one point or another, this is a long journey. And as much as we can talk, you can't talk that much. Um. And, he, and he's partway talking through how, like, the polar bear dogs had, like, raided part of the uh, the meat cellar and gotten through and, t- like, t- torn down one of the walls. She pauses and goes, ah, Shit. Look, Kurok said that he'd be the one to tell you, but then he hasn't told you yet, and it's just getting awkward, okay? So I feel like I have to tell you as your friend. But I, but Kurok said he would, and I don't want to go behind his it back. It clearly has something to do with my cousin, because last I heard... She was more than, you know, she was looking forward to taking on the spirit speaker woo-woo stuff. Like, you know. You call it a seer. That's less, that's less words than spirit seeker woo-woo. <laughs> but yes. She had a, had a bit of an accident. She's okay. She's alive. She's okay. But, um, she, she can't do, she can't do it anymore. She, she can't, um. You know the nets? No. You know the nets out on the edge of the... Out on the edge of the... You know the iceberg that looks a little bit like a um, an old man bending over? Yeah, the one that looks like he's um, dropped his pants halfway down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know the nets that we lay out the back of that? You can sometimes catch mm. some um, some like parrot eels and various other like pretty pretty rare catches. She was out there by herself. I said I'd go with her. A couple of us said we'd go with her, but she wanted to go then and there, and, and I was busy. She went out by herself, and there was a tiger shark. I'm really sorry. At the nets, close to the village. Fairly close. It um. The, the the sharks that famously don't come close to the village or the nets ever. Yeah, maybe maybe there was something in the nets that attracted its attention. Maybe maybe something big got caught, was splashing about, and brought the shark closer. But she she reached down to try and pull the nets up, and it got her arm. You know what they're like? Wicked sharp teeth. It was sort of, yeah, I'm really Did sorry. They managed to put the arm back on. I'm really sorry, Oki. What good is a village full of healers if you can't fucking heal anything? She was out there by herself. She had to paddle back. She's not a not a very accomplished bender, you know that. The, sh- the arm was gone. 
Okay, they, they looked for the shark. They couldn't find it. I'm sorry. But for a, a tiger shark to attack someone, it's very unusual. It was definitely a shark, right? Like, it wasn't like a... Well, she she uh -huh. says she saw the flash of orange and black stripes, the, the white belly, the wicked sharp teeth. Like glowing or spirit-like or anything? Oh, she didn't mention that, but she was uh, pretty low on blood. No. She said it was big. Really big. Bigger than I thought they could get. But I wasn't, I wasn't going to question her. So I just I just let it go. We we went looking and we couldn't find the shark or the arm. I'm really sorry. Your grandmother was was devastated. And your aunt too, obviously. <laughs> yeah. There's something else I need to tell you too. Nana, she's um she's not doing too well, Oki. She's gotten a bit worse since you were last there. She sometimes sees things that aren't there. Uh, not spirit stuff. People. Who were. Uh, dead people? Dead people. Family, she sees friends. Dead people. Family, friends that she's not seen for a long time. And she talks to them and sometimes has conversations. And sometimes she thinks she's back in. back then. Like back with. back with my mum, back with your mum when they're kids. And. Yeah, it's a bit. We don't know what to do. She's getting more confused. Can't walk anymore. I'm really sorry. I know this isn't. I know this isn't the news you wanted to hear, but kind of wishing I'd stayed out in the desert at this point. At least the sandworms were consistent. I'm only surprised you when you made a mistake of your own. Yeah, I, I get you. I know this is hard. I'm here if you need to talk. Obviously. Um. Okay, there's something else as well. Oh god. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not it's not bad per se, it's just a bit weird. The you know the North Pole, the, the spirit portals. I'm aware of it. One at the north, one at the south. The the northern lights they've been a lot more intense recently. When we left, they were the brightest they've ever been. Really bright. I, like bright enough to light up the the night like it's day. Shifting colours. A week ago. The cousin, my cousin's arm, that was not a week ago, was it? No, that was, no, that was a little bit longer ago. That was just after you left, actually. Um, it was probably about two weeks ago. Nana, was that a week ago, two weeks ago, you three know, weeks ago? You know how she's been. She's been getting worse each, each week, but she had a real drop off. Yeah. About a week ago, same time the, the Northern Lights intensified. I'm gonna yeah. drown him. I'm gonna throw him off the boat and actually drown him. And that might actually fix all of our problems at once. What are you, what are you talking <laughs> I about? I think it would. Uh, yeah, it would, it would actually fix everything. <laughs> she, she straight up, unabashedly points at Marco and goes, if that one starts drowning, let him go. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Dead serious. Oh, I... Sh really? Like, yes, I'm sure. Deserves that? Yes. And I think she's probably just going to give um, Seems a, shame. a long short of <laughs> the uh, the adventures. Oh, <laughs> like, nice. Okay. Is there anything you're yeah. not telling her? 
the genocide. Yeah, she's she's not going to tell them that we left the sandbenders to die, threw okay. Pang off the boat, let him yep. got eaten by a sandworm. Well, as far as you know, that never happened. And though. blew up a camp with thermite. That still happened. Um, okay, yeah, you share that story with her. Um, she sort of pauses the water bending and the boat slows a little bit. She just sort of sits there. Wow. That's, um... That's a lot. So when I'm saying that I'd rather be in the desert, that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. And then, like, you watch as the other boats begin to get further and further away. And she's just sort of sitting there. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Starts waterbending again. And then, like, there's a few more seconds, and then she looks back at you. Like, the boat slows again. She goes, that's really a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's a shame about the cousin because, you know, uh, at the end of all this, the thing, mostly what I want is just to go off and find my nice secluded iceberg for a couple of months again. Oh, but that's um, not going to happen. About that. It flipped. Are you telling me that something happened to my iceberg? It flipped. It flipped. The my top iceberg. melted so much. The top melted so much. The rest heavy. It flipped. Did this happen a week ago? No, no, no. This this happened before you left. I thought you knew. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was kind of being a, a shit and, you know, not being where I was supposed to be. I hadn't even had a Sorry. chance to go out to it. It flipped. It flipped. The little under, un- like the little hut area that you built, that's underwater now. I'm really sorry. You have to make a new, new iceberg hut, flatjack and hookers. I don't. Suck. Do you know how long it takes to make an iceberg hut? I don't think you're going to have a lot of opportunity for that, Sorioki. Make my own hut in the spirit portal if you can come find me there. <laughs> um, look, hey, if you do, I'll be the first person to come hang out with you. You know that, hey? Obviously. Hell yeah. But I think stuff's getting a bit serious. I still want to play pranks. I still want to get up to mischief with you, but I think stuff's I get happening. It responsibilities on people depend on us and I've had the privilege talk don't worry it's a privilege for you to be able to do waterbending combat style don't go flaunting it I get it I get it (laughs) don't go teaching anyone oh no I will cut you I will cut you you say nothing Ah, you could try (laughs) (laughs) she loves that gives you a friendly punch on the arm yeah um but also, seriously, please don't tell anyone. I will get in so yeah, much no. trouble. Actually, I do have one thing. And, like, while we're sort of still out of earshot of the rest of the tribe, um, oh, he's going to try and pass on what she remembers from her bending scroll that she got from the um, library. And like, I picked up some new uh, some new tricks myself. And um, just sort of, like, tries to pass it on to Ahini. My question is, what do you remember from your bending scroll? What did that bending scroll teach you? She's I definitely at, wrote it down, she's and at notes. I. Oh, okay. Funny story. <laughs> it was on. You know how like Windows computers has the sticky notes, and the sticky notes are saved to computer. Yeah. And when you uh, when you put a new hard drive in your computer, they're not there anymore. No, uh, unless they're saved to your Microsoft account, at which point you can recover. The cloud. You just log in. You just log in again. So if you right click on sticky notes down the bottom and click show all notes. It'll pull open all your previous notes if you're signed in, and you'll be able to see everything you've ever written on a sticky note. You're welcome. I did not know that. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Like, how does my Shana wish? <laughs> Who pays paper notes still then? <laughs> uh, so right-click right -click on the sticky notes icon in the taskbar and then go to show all notes. It's about halfway up the page. Show all notes. All that is being shown is my Shana wish. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a problem. Uh, no, it's okay. I, I do remember. It was teaching you specific ice bending techniques. It was more to do with... Um, uh, freezing like an ice lance and and creating little ice knives and things like that. It was all about sort of using ice as, as weapons. Um, yeah, you start to pass that on. Um, do you want to roll me a um, harmony roll, please? Or that passion. Works. I'd say harmony or passion. Your choice. Plus one versus negative one. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you pass on a few things. Um, Ahini is a very quick learner, obviously. Um, and the two of you have a lot of fun and Ahini then starts like creating like little ice shurikens as well instead of looking going wow like this looks like fun do you reckon I could that fire the, the cute firebender the one you were saying that you'd let him drown do you reckon I could just yeah yeah do it try and hit him in the back of the head oh I'll just I'll just blunt it a bit first she melts it ever so slightly um, <laughs> and then looks up and goes Oh, but I don't want to hit his face. Be ashamed to waste that. Let's. I'll go, I'll go for his back. All right, hit him in the ass. Uh, Marco, yes, this is this is what you think it is. Um, yeah, she just flings it at you. Uh, Marco, literally, as you're sort of like just getting ready to lie down again, as you like bend down to lie down, uh, you feel something cold, very cold, uh, hard, <laughs> and a little bit wet, uh, smack into your back. What? What? Is there like uh, a ice like thing on the ground? It's a, it's a, it's basically like a snowball essentially. As as you pull it around, she's converted it mostly into snow. Uh, as you turn around and look behind you, Oki and Ahini are really intently focused on paddling, not really looking at you at all. I give Oki like Desta, and I just give it like the fingers, and Oki's I try not even looking at you. No, Oki, I know, I know, not... okay. I know she's not, but like I, I'm just like, yep. And then I throw, I try to throw it back. Uh, as you as you throw it back, can you roll me a uh, with skills and training, please? Actually, no. Push your luck. You're not very athletic. Yep. Nope. <laughs> what is my power? Okay. Seven. As it flies towards them, um, flashing a very mischievous smile, Ahini turns around um, and holds her hand up, and it just splashes into water and bounces off her hand. And she looks at you and gives you a wink, Marco. I get taken back a little bit. Like I'm just like, what? What, what just? Al from above looks down and goes, "I can throw better than that." <laughs> <laughs> Look how well I right. throw my heart at your feet. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. <laughs> betrothed also on this trip, or are they back at? Um, what was that? Sorry. The tribe is Ahini's betrothed at, on this trip, or are they back at the tribe? Nope, not here. Does Oki get the, uh, like, I know that Ahini was sort of saying, he's like, yeah, like, he's cute and he does cute things, but also he's annoying. Is Ahini more on board with this or is she kind of like, also, this is a bit of a drag? Ooh, that sounds like an assessor situation. <laughs> and I will tell you all about the sordid details. The tea. Don't do that in my ears, that's so... <laughs> juicy. Now that my noise gate's off. Auditory sound of a starburst. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is Wait, what it feels like to chew five gum. <laughs> uh, <so> <laughs> <as you. laughs> 
that's a throwback, isn't it? That shows our age. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, we know that ad. <laughs> I have to say, quick aside, I did really thoroughly enjoy the the memes of that, where it's like people oh, yeah. like running into doors this is and shit. Shoes like feel. This is how it feels. This is how it yeah, this is, this I did. Is... I did enjoy a lot of those memes where it's like you see someone like <laughs> just stack it, and then like this is what it feels like. Two five gum. I enjoyed that. I thought it was funny. I thought it was fun. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a vines. Kook slams. That's what they're called. Kook slams. When someone's in the surf and gets um, knocked over, it's a kook slam. There's a there's an Instagram page dedicated to it. If you really want to have a good laugh at people not being hurt but getting like knocked over by waves or being stupid around the water, kook slams is where it's at. <laughs> and it is exactly how it feels to chew five gum. If you were wondering. Um, Okay, uh, you definitely, you definitely get the sense that Heaney's having a bit of fun. Like, she's definitely playing around a little bit. You think she's doing this more to annoy you and to get a reaction out of you than anything else. Like, you identified this one you wanted to drown, so now she's like, okay, hmm. I would actually say you even get the the feeling that maybe she thinks you might like him and that's why you're saying to drown him. She hasn't fully understood the situation because <laughs> you haven't fully explained it. So part of her is also like, okay, let's see, let's see what this does. So you get the sense she's shit-stirring. Um, she's not serious. Does that answer your question? Nice. Um, alrighty, with that, if there's nothing else you guys wanted to talk to the Water Tribe about, any of the questions, any other interactions you guys wanted to have as a party, um, we can do a little bit of a time skip and take you forward to when you reach the edge of the Azua Islands, or the Azua Isles, I should say. Any? Yes? No? Maybe? Nope. No. Beautiful. I think Oki would probably tell... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, how long did Rung's small talk last on his end? Uh, <laughs> I was, I was gonna, I was gonna Rung, check in. This guy do does not. This boring. guy does not engage. He does not talk to you. You have to work hard. Give me your best small talk to engage him. Oh, you sure don't even try that for me? <laughs> you've got no, no. You've got, you've got ten seconds. I'm All gonna right. time it. You've got ten seconds. I want your best engaging small talk. You ready? On the count of three. Ein, zwei, drei. Go. Oh. Wind's pretty strong out here today. Um, seen you looking at that girl before. What's the what's the story of her? She seems nice. That's enough. So he he will her. respond to that question. I like you. Okay. Well, give me your name at least, so I know how to call the captain of this ship. <laughs> the captain. I uh, he does he does have a little bit of a laugh at that and goes, <laughs> uh, "You can call me Rin." Uh, yeah, you could say that. I, I've been trying to petition her family for the right to to marry her for uh, about six seven weeks we're both both really like each other we both get along really well and we're both at the age where we have to kind of think about this stuff and the problem is our families don't approve oh no family ever does approve but six seven weeks sounds like things are getting serious a bit according there how old are you uh 19. I'm sure but it's we've been work out we've, pretty well but i mean uh, i've been i've been trying to get her family to, to to like approve the engagement for six seven weeks we've we've known each other for years we're childhood friends but our families are our enemies want to let some oh. cap yeah Look, enemy enemies like like kill each other enemies like maybe uh, dump your like dog's waste on the lawn or something yeah. or their snow 
Uh, yeah. Like, how uh, enemy it They have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they had. Apparently, my great grandfather killed their great grandfather, and then oh, our family says the other way around. So, but yeah, Julie sort of like ignores all of that. Julie. Julie. Julie, do the thing. <laughs> Julie, do <Rin>. me. <laughs> yes. Julie, do the thing. <laughs> hmm. um, well, I think there's only one way to solve this. You need a strong, strong, like a like a captain like yourself, Rin. Strong display of your undying and unwavering love to Julie. But she you need to she think knows about this. she knows I love her. It's just the families I need to convince. Oh, hundred percent. Once you get the buy-in from those guys, you're set. Like you guys, that easy done. Whatever ring you want, you have to get something expensive because you already know that the whole oh, relationship uh, is pretty much set. Water, in stone. Water, water tribes do necklaces. So. Even better. That's even better. That. So you could get like just a, a good nice necklace, but you don't have to go all out for it to prove that. So you need to think of like no, I what can I, I can't, do to get I can't this do that without to... I can't do that without approval from the family. Though. I don't think you understand That's... how water tribe customs work. No, no, this this is what I'm getting on here. So the necklace, don't worry about the necklace. That's fine. But we okay. need to show them like you will do something that's going to like break the tradition because okay. they hate each other. Like they're what... warring, right? Yeah. What should I exactly. do? Exactly. So we need to do something here to other one. It's going to be some way to break this like sort of hate cycle that we have here or two we need something that's going to show i'm committed to this person i will take on the biggest challenge there is this tribe's yeah. facing what's the biggest challenge your tribe's facing i, right I would die for her yes but you need a reason to die for her if you just die for her then they'll just be happy and not wins you need a good reason to die for her to prove you don't you don't want to actually die by the way don't die but like it needs to be like i will die and take on serious right. adversity so what's like some serious no, you're, adversity you're where right. we're going right now I that need, we could just I take it to... on we need to we need to we need to fake our deaths that's an option yes you're right could fake our deaths but then again you won't get married because we'll be dead i'm trying my best here we're getting really close we're getting really close yeah that's right you fucking you fucking wanted small talk (laughs) you wanted small talk (laughs) another thing we need to kill Um, we'll work this out together yeah yeah uh this this yeah nice uh everyone who got the romeo and juliet reference uh i'm not gonna say congratulations it was pretty fucking on the nose uh so (laughs) Lanterns and I'm just like I'm gonna I'm not gonna go right into that. <laughs> the Montalettes and the um, Capigans. What would it, that's what it'd be if I halved, did half and half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, rung. But this continues for the whole two and a half hours of you guys bouncing, continually escalating and worse ideas off one another. <laughs> it's the full. And at the end, it's like I need to poison everyone in the water, Northern Water Tribe, and then we can be together. <laughs> Don't pick your dad. Somebody else needs to die, not us. <laughs> I need to run away to the Southern Water Tribe. <laughs> okay, that's that's what they it end on. Then is him, him like he's like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna take any of your advice because it's terrible. I'm gonna run away to the Southern Water Tribe with her. I'm gonna ask Julie to run away with me tonight. <laughs> We're gonna take one of these boats and sail to the South Pole. <laughs> Actually, I'm, 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 if that's how that ends, that he's just going to run away with them, down, go for it. Right, done. Nice. <laughs> much better um, option than trying to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought we were going to like just take on the biggest beast there is on the island. And, yeah, that'll show you all love mm. and affection. But um, no, just run off. Bree, did you want to start singing? Is that Taylor Swift's song? The. <laughs> did you want to start singing that? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is what it is. <laughs> it is Taylor Swift. I thought it was. Romeo, take me somewhere we could be alone. Probably yeah. the South Pole. Uh, so, <laughs> um, 
that's that's their plan. Uh, you guys arrive uh, at the Azua Isles. The first hint you get of the yeah, Wind King's nice. Um, the first hint you get um, that you're approaching shore is uh, a lot of seabirds flying overhead um, towards this sort of speck in the distance. And over time, the speck grows larger and larger until you see a cluster of about three or four small islands. Um, all of them seem to be habit, uh, habited. There's lots of um, you can see. Uh, huts raised up on stilts you can see it looks like a tropical paradise clear white sands there's actually a reef below you it looks like maybe this is a coral atoll um, that has grown up out of the out of the water and is now um, being covered in sand and, and trees and is now habitated and you can see there are um water tribe here not water tribe from the northern or south poles this is the islanders the island water tribe that's right i'm inventing law Buckle up, everybody. None of this is canon. This <laughs> the original like now series. Is. Now they it is. all got wiped out instantly. Are there little coconut people on there? No. Like, I've seen the movie. Just, yeah. I've, I have seen Moana. There's no coconut. What are they? Uh, Moana. What are, the t- what are the coconut people called? Not Tamatoa. Well, Tamatoa hasn't always been this drab. Um, no, Glam. <laughs> I was a drab little grab once. Um... <laughs> Your, your granny lied. I'd rather be shiny. Uh, so no, we're not doing any Moana references tonight. Um, yeah, so you can see, yeah, essentially like a tropical paradise. The waterbenders here, the water tribe here, um, are all wearing very loose clothing draped over their bodies. It's it's mostly sort of things of almost a little bit toga-esque, I would say. Um, but the material looks to be almost like a sailcloth style. All of these very light, beautiful blues and whites um, draped around and tied up with belts of rope wearing no shoes, sandals or anything, just barefoot, um, very tanned skin, even, even slightly more tanned than the, the uh, water tribe who, who have a very, a very uh, tanned uh, complexion as well. Um, big smiles, big brown eyes, uh, seem to be very happy, very relaxed. And as the boats pull up, um, a call goes from the, the beach where you can see a number of sort of like sitting down, um, drinking out of a coconut, uh, looking across uh, a number of uh, older uh, men and women sort of go, Hey, cousins! Welcome, welcome. You had a safe journey. That's right. We're doing it. <laughs> Are they the island boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the island. We are the boys. Welcome to the island, boys. Uh, no, so they don't say that. Um, as the boats sort of pull up on the beach. Welcome. How was your journey? Calm seas. Clear skies. What more could you ask for, eh? Pretty good, pretty good. I, I hey, don't know, we, what could you ask for? You, you, are, you are a cousin we have not met yet. He holds no. out a hand to shake your hand. Um, this dude is jacked. Uh, his muscles have muscles. Imagine like a young uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> like Beautiful tattoos all across underneath the uh, underneath the, 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 the toga. And he just holds out this massive hand uh, I go to, to shake, shake your hand. But in fear that my arm will snap. No, surprisingly gentle. Soft hand, surprisingly gentle handshake. Do you moisturize? <laughs> it sort of gives you a look. That's your first question to ask someone you've just met. Obviously, oh it's the sand. It's a sad thing. The sand's good for your feet. Like, look at Earth. Like, show you, like, an Earthbender's foot. Oh. Uh, sand rubs it. Like, like, look at how it's so soft. Oh. Baby's bottom. Rung's calluses have calluses. Uh, his feet. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just callous. There's, it's hard to know what is scar tissue and what is rock that has lodged into the scar tissue at this stage. Um, as you look at his feet, uh, yeah, it's Soft pretty rough. Kronok <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of steps up and goes, um, uh, "Gamak, it's good to see you. Uh, we are just stopping briefly. We need some supplies." Uh, these uh, these fine young folk are not properly dressed for the northern waters, and uh, we were hoping you might have some uh, clothes that we could uh, we could uh, give to them. I think we could find some things for them. Let me have a look and see what I can locate. Perhaps we can help you out with some uh, fashionable styles, eh? Need to look a bit better than that. Red is not your color. And he points to you, Sherva. <laughs> no, beautiful blue suits you much better. Olive green. Blue for a beautiful lady, no? I don't know if I can accept you calling me beautiful when you're just like, no, nah, the colour you've worn your entire life, not good on you. I, I will say you get the sense he is uh, actively, jokingly flirting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not having it. <laughs> no, cool. No, no, no. All right. Then you just, you just still face him. He goes, apologies. I did not mean to offend. Apologies. Uh, Sometimes uh, in the sun, my brain does silly things, says silly things. Please accept my humblest apologies. Let me see if I can find things for each of you. Come, come, come. Come take a seat. Have a drink. Have a rest. I will be back momentarily. Do not wait too long. Uh, rum in coconuts? Kurok shakes his head. Uh, just coconuts then. Argy, Argy thumbs up at the rum. <laughs> Kurok puts a hand on your shoulder, Oki. I'm like, I'm not a yes to the coconuts and rum. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Kronok is like shaking his head. You see, uh, you see Karmak sort of like go, oh, of course, no, 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 I, w- I would not do that. And then as Kronok turns around, he looks and gives you guys a wink, a thumbs up, and then nods over to uh, one of the uh, one of the women standing over by what is clearly like a bar that has been set up on the beach. Um, gives her a bit of a nod and like gestures toward all four of you. Um, Arl is still tied to the boat at this stage like a kite. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, guys, guys. <laughs> Oh, come down here. Lanto! I got coconuts. He points at the island. <laughs> the boat's docked on. Um, yeah, Rum like pulls him down. Oh, thanks. Uh, my waist is really sore. The rope's like giving me rope burn on my stomach. Uh, that's that's good for you. It builds up a good strong core muscle. But come over here and we'll get you a beautiful He like lifts it up and there's like this rum. red welt all the way around his waist. <laughs> Skin's been like semi-stripped oh. off. Yeah, it's Ooh, pretty it's sore. Oki doesn't know how to. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to say Oki can look at that, but we're screwed, brother. God, maybe one of the other waterbenders. There's plenty of other waterbenders <laughs> here who might be able to heal that up. Um, <laughs> as as you guys friends. say that, as you, as you say that, um, a beautiful woman, probably like 22, 23, begins walking down the beach, sees Arl sort of holding his shirt up with this red welt, and goes. <gasps> Oh no, I can help with that. Please lie down, lie down. Like pushes him down and Arl's just there like with these big wide eyes, massive grin on his face and she begins <laughs> healing him and like tending to him and like chatting to him. We're doing this while Dave's not here. A favourite part of this. <laughs> this happened to Arl, but Dave's not here for this. Like, like, giving him lots of attention and affection and Arl's just like, oh, thanks so much. <laughs> oh, where does it Watch hurt? Last session? No. Everywhere. Hola. <laughs> yeah. um, um, after, after, like, so you guys are sitting on the beach. Coconuts are brought to you uh, with rum. Uh, Kurok is handed one as well. He begins drinking as well. Um, 
if you have any conditions uh, or fatigue, you may remove a condition or fatigue um, if you wish. Mm. Did miracle drink. It's How? more the it's more the rest on the beach and away from. What were the ways to get rid of conditions? Like what was some of the if I was angry, so to say, you have to do something what? that is angry. Yeah, like, you, have was... to, you have to act angrily. Ah, if you okay, feel foolish, cool. you have to act foolishly. Um, okay. You have to you have to basically act out the emotion and engage with the emotion to clear it. Because then you've, you've awesome. I have to say actually, for, I'm gonna buckle up boys and girls uh, from a psychology perspective i really like this because it's a way because what they're doing is it's training you to actually engage with the emotion that you're feeling rather than denying it and as long as you deny it you maintain that emotion it's not dealt with but when you engage with it you're able to move past it and move on i think that's really cool just saying um, so the way that i acted eight. towards the flirting does that mean that i can remove angry remove angry yeah. i'll allow it oh my god okay i'm so much less hurt looking so yeah oh, you guys are having I was waiting a for my camera to die oh your camera's died yes it has died oh boy it's a good it's a good <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great still though it's really good oh it's gone <laughs> never mind oh no <laughs> it was good though for like the 20 minutes uh 20 minutes oh, 20 seconds i know time like, it's got a dining time now then straight away <laughs> <laughs> eos webcam utility i'll uh, i'll take your camera off so it's just your pick okay um but yeah, you, you guys have a lovely chill time. The waterbenders of the uh, Azure Isles are mega, mega chill. Lovely, accommodating, um, really chilled out. It looks like they have everything they want. Like the, this, this is this is a people who are very much at peace, really happy, really chilled out, living a pretty simple life, but absolutely loving it. And as you look offshore, you can see. Um, oh, what would be a good dolphin mix? What animal would cross well with a dolphin? Seal? Dolphin seal? That's a very playful, friendly animal. Uh, you see a pod of dolphin seals like leaping over the sunset as it sort of crests down over the ocean um, towards the west, and you can sort of see the coral underneath bioluminescence starting to light up around the island. Um, this place is stunning. After a little bit longer, um, <laughs> Carmack emerges holding bundles of water tribe clothes uh, and he begins distributing them uh, surprisingly he has done a pretty good job of guessing your measurements um this stuff is all big coats to go over the top of your existing gear it's not to replace what you're currently wearing um but it is very warm it's all fur lined uh and he's hey, be quick try that on tell me if it works very well for you and he's like making sure that fits right he's like a little bit too tight across the chest there sorry marco give me a moment takes it off and hands you another cloak uh it wasn't you get the sense he's just being like yeah. Bit of an ego boost, morale boost. Um, Sherva, much more polite. He hands goes, Miss, perhaps this one would fit you best. Um, Oki, he sort of looks over and goes, Sister, I do not think you require any more clothes. Or would you I'm like a, a coat for the road? Uh, this has uh, kept me warm enough for long enough. Thank you, though. Of course. Uh, oh, I do not know if we have one that would uh, uh, fit over your big biceps. Perhaps we could cut the sleeves off. He talks oh, to you, Rung. Oh, you. How many of these rummers have I had? Am I dreaming right now? No, nah, it'd, it'd, it'd be right. I could just go to stretch it on. Will it fit over the Yeah, it fits perfectly. Yeah, just go straight over. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Go make the sleeves. Will that be... I'll look over an Oki, like, with sincerity. Like, will it be too cold if I take off the sleeves? Yes, it will be. <laughs> Damn. I mean, you're welcome to try, <laughs> but, you know, it might be a bit hard to... Uh... 
to earthbend if your fingers got frostbite. Ahini, who has some bright red... Ahini has some bright red cheeks at this point, and you notice uh, has three empty coconuts next to her. Somehow. Sort of looks over and goes, no, no, it's it's your core you got to keep warm, right? Like, it doesn't matter so much. Like, let your arms take care of themselves. Keep your core warm. So if you, like, put the sleeves, like, tear the sleeves off and, like, put them inside the coat, it's, like, the same thing, I think. That's how that works, right? It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, the same way that Ron keeps you warm from the inside out, isn't that right? Korok <laughs> looks over Bloody suspiciously so as you say that, Oki, and reaches to take your coconut off you. Do you let him? <laughs> and then she sort of uh, she sort of gives him a bit of an elbow and um, is just sort of like, oh, well, you know, a bit rich coming from you, don't you think? Why do I even try? I should have just let this happen from the beginning. Ahini, I'm, I'm looking over it. I'll no more and get a massage. Like, take these notes. These are good notes. I'll jot that down. What? <laughs> Sorry, wrong. I oh, can't uh, hear oh, you. Sorry, wrong. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me forget this. <laughs> um, and yeah, you guys have a lovely time chilling out on the beach, uh, watching the sun set over the ocean. Um, Kurok sort of stands and goes. Right, I think it's uh, I think it's time we get back on the boats, everybody. We've, we've had a chance to rest. We need to make uh, make our way to the to the North Pole. Um, Carmack sort of looks and goes, No, you surely cannot mean to leave now in the night. Please, please, you must stay. You cannot leave in the dark. It is too dangerous. No, I insist. You must stay overnight. I cannot let you just go outside on the open ocean at the night time. What kind of host would that make me? Absolutely not. This man, he knows what he's saying. Yeah, this um, man... All right, so Rung and Marco are immediately uh, affirming Oki, Sherva, how are you guys feeling about chilling out for one night on the Azua Isles? Yeah, that is a great idea. I want to stay, but we are on a bit of a deadline, guys. Yeah, definitely a deadline. That made awful decisions Uh and ruined everything for everybody and probably deserves to be drowned. Yeah, don't doubt any of that. But in worst case scenario, I'll just make the deadline, deadline, and uh, everything will be okay. Spend the word dead a lot here. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No? (laughs) (laughs) Saying the word dead a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Just staring down, Marco. For podcast listeners, um, I opened my eyes wide. If you haven't watched our streams, I can open them fairly wide and just... <laughs> uh, just uh, I, I'm not panicking. Him. You're panicking. Um, yeah. I, if so, at this point, it's kind of a little bit of a fifty-fifty split because um, Kurok and Kurok has the the authority here. Oki is backing him up a little bit. The rest of you actually don't have any authority or say in this matter, but you are talking. And he sort of looks up and goes, oh, "I can. No, I'm good to drive." <laughs> Kurok looks down <laughs> and goes, I'll "Drive." You're in the front of the canoe this time. <laughs> no, I get seasick in the front, Oki. Ah, well, maybe when you're uh, driving, such a bumpy <laughs> ride with you, Oki. I feel like yeah. she's gonna be sick no matter what at this point. I'm a speed demon. <laughs> <laughs> How could it be? I could have a crack at it. It's just basically like sandbending. You're seeing. I was watching Rin. He was just doing these ones and all that sort of stuff Can like you that. And on the sand islands, or is it only desert sand? I don't know. There's oh, no reason. Like I'd like, yeah. 
I've just scoot, I just scoot across like I'm on the Heelys, just in front of you. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the demonstrations you could do, I was not expecting I scoot across like I'm on the Heelys. Not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> uh, you watch as Rung uh, sandbends himself sideways towards you, just like standing fully upright like a pencil, just sandbends himself sideways towards you. <laughs> There's the like a, oh, flash. hey, <laughs> <laughs> a clap. Whoa, whoa, coconuts. <laughs> so, theoretically um, speaking, if Rung had a long enough uh, gondola pole, he kind of could sand bend in a canoe over water. <laughs> no, because no, no, because of physics, because <laughs> the force he would have to exert on the pole that would be to so propel. much force. And then pull it back up and position it. He physically, the pole would not be long enough to be able to pivot around that point. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, wait, unless he just dragged the pole in front of him. And like the, the sand bending point was like just dragging the pole. No, that's not how this works. What if, I, what, if I had a, what if I had a stick that had like a really long chain on it? And on the end of that chain was a rock and I was earth bending the rock. Across the ocean floor. <laughs> so the range of your earth bending. The- um, no, no, no. I'm going I'm to shut you down mathematically. Uh, the range of your <laughs> the range of That's your the earth bending. The range of your earth bending, and the need to see what you are bending, requires you to be able to see through the ocean and be able to reach the stone within about sort of 20 meters of your position. If the ocean is deeper than 20 meters, which correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like for most of it, it is. That's not going to work very well. <laughs> yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> I'll give you that. Plus, who's holding the stick and the chain and the thing if you're earthbending the rock? <laughs> and how's that propelling? Because all that's going to we'll happen is you're going to move the rock forwards, and then you're still going to have to use the same force to pull yourself forwards. It's more effort than using, I don't know, an oar. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Like I, I love that you're looking for creative solutions to problems, but there's there's also just <laughs> solutions. No, no, no. Don't exist. Yeah, no, you're no, creating I'll, a bigger problem, I'll and then providing. Just firebend out the back. Yeah. <laughs> so caught up in the world of Avatar, you forget there are oars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, an oar. <laughs> See, here I am thinking between Marco and Rung. They could uh, do like the Ben 10 heat blast between the two of them and like rocket themselves around. And uh, look, and you know what? We know we know that the firebenders it produces thrust from the firebending, right? Because we've seen a number of firebenders use it to slow their fall or to to push themselves forward or to push something back. So we know it has force. So yes, I can't fault you on that. If you strapped Marco to the back of the ship and he just went. <laughs> If I had bent it out backwards, technically, technically, he should be able to produce some force to push the boat forwards. Technically. But imagine, like, if there was a sail who would just burn the sail down. Because would be like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> the whole boat just catches fire. And then you're in the water and Marco's like, I really didn't think that would go as badly as the wish, but oh, here we are. I will, I will admit that when Marco got covered in water, I had the immediate thought of, ah, oh, well, if Al, like, blue aired him, then Marco heated up that air. He'd be like a human hairdryer and <laughs> dry himself off. Can't fault that. No, no, that, that, that is legit. Um, alrighty. I think what we'll do is we might wrap up things there. We'll come back having, having had you guys stay on the island overnight. Kurok, despite feeling the need for urgency and Oki agreeing with him, there's not much he can do when every single other person is like, no, don't wanna. <laughs> really don't not worry many about options. it. The wish spell isn't going anywhere. 
Oh boy. Has Romeo and Juliet uh, snuck away at this point? Rin and Julie, yes, they are gone. <laughs> you notice one of the noticed? canoes is missing too. Korok has not noticed yet. <laughs> okay, he doesn't want to like, we'll do that. We'll do that in the morning when he eats up. He's like, where are Rin and Julie? <laughs> what, what has happened? Run um, when she is the sunset with his coconut. Like, mm, be yeah. strong. <laughs> um, Alrighty, perfect. I think we will wrap things up there. That seems like a good place to end the session for tonight. Um, and it's a nice ending, like on the on the um, Azua Isles, having a bit of a laugh. It's a nice time for you guys to really like relax and enjoy yourselves before the shit show I'm about to unleash upon I was you. Gonna, um, I was gonna no, say no. it is a nice ending, isn't it? Too nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then the islands rise from the depths, and you realize it's the mouth of a sea serpent. Uh, no, so um. Sandworms come back to get us. Yeah, it's a giant sandworm. <laughs> and Pung's riding it. I just had I'd get you, bastard. Um, so, the fever uh, dream. Yeah, 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 the fever dream. That's, that's, a, that's your like 4 a.m. like drunk we're, dream we're that you have. Like, no, we're still in the desert, just like like dehydrated as like all hell. <laughs> You're not drinking coconuts, you're drinking cactus juice, and it's just perpetuating this, this image in your mind. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But you feel quenched, most importantly. Um, alrighty. Thank you so much, everybody. That's where we're going to wrap up Avatar Legends for tonight. So thank you for listening. Um, if you've joined us live, fucking legend, thank you so much. Uh, for those of you who've been chatting in chat, absolute bloody legends. Shout out to Shreepy, Choco Crazy Andre. Uh, who else have we got there? Aquatic Archie, Murdoch Man, Pretty Pixel, MK Lucifer 66. That's everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for chat chatting in. Thank you for engaging with us. We love it. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast, thank you so much. If you are listening on Spotify or iTunes, chuck us a review. Uh, if, if you're liking what we do, yeah, chuck us a review. Leave a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, um, likes and comments really help us out. And a subscribe and is subscribe. amazing. Subscribe uh, really helps us out. If you, if you like what we do and you want to see more of it, hit the subscribe. And if you really like what we do and you want to be told the very second I have published something, uh, you can hit the bell icon too. I'm told that the bell icon is not annoying and is not an extra step that seems unnecessary on top of the subscribe button by YouTube, uh, apparently. No, so thank you so much, everybody. We really appreciate it. We will be back again next week. I may or may not be doing, that was weird. I may or may not be doing a little stream on Saturday morning. It is Mother's Day. Probably not, uh, but I definitely will be doing a Valheim stream on Tuesday afternoon with longtime friend of the show, Lieutenant Downs. Uh, Andrew, if you wanted to join in, you're more than welcome to. If I'm awake. Uh, it will be roughly about 6.36. We, uh, yeah, but no, my family celebrated on Saturday because um, they got something on Sunday. So that's why. I know it's on I'm Sunday. Sure. Thank you. Uh, yeah, if, if it's about, we'll be jumping on about 6.37 if you wanted to join us. If, anyone, if any of you guys want to come join us for some Valheim. I've already got a picture of your face, don't I, Andrew? Yeah. I can make a splash screen and add you to it. Then I've got some Viking uh, stock images and I'll just add your face to one of them. You know how I like to do those Photoshop yeah, yeah. <laughs> faces. Yeah. Uh, I've, been, no, that's awesome. I've, been, I've been reading the updates for Valheim and I'm like, I need a, I need a job. Yeah. Back I'm really excited. It should be good. Um, we are going to have to talk um, as Vikings the whole time. They're just a heads up. Okay. I can do that. Wow. He agreed no, so quickly. No, I, no. I, I, I'm just making that up, but he was on board instantly. I love how, uh, how pliable you've become. <laughs> it's great. Um, alrighty, lovely people. Stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. Until then, see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.